welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. Oh, back to quite jazzy this week. Love it. How are you? I hope you've had a really good week. I've had a fantastic week. I've had the most sociable weekend I've just come out of. I saw three different sets of friends and yesterday went to a friend's for a really traditional English roast dinner and it was so nice. Dave was saying that, in fact, he made quite a point of saying how wonderful it was to have someone cook for him, which <laughs> did make me feel a little bit bad because he does all the cooking in our house. So the fact that it was such a treat for him for someone else to cook for him did make me feel a bit bad. But then I remembered how often we eat out and I didn't feel so bad anymore anyway. Ah, another Monday, another Monday. We are racing towards the end of the year. So how's the planning going for next year? Yep, I said the P word. Seriously, have you started planning for next year? Does it feel good and expansive to start thinking about next year? Or are you full of the, oh God, I don't even want to look back to what I actually put in my plan for this year because I haven't looked at it since I wrote it and I feel very disengaged from it. To be honest with you, it doesn't matter which one you are right now. Because you get to be whichever one you choose for the next 12 months. So why not be the person this time who creates a really robust plan, sets goals, works back from those goals, writes down every single micro task that needs to happen to get to that goal, and then just head down, tick off, get the work done and make it happen. How good would that feel? You're so capable of doing it. We all are capable of doing that, but we choose not to sometimes. Something to think about. Something to think about. And I will pop some planning for 2024 resources into the show notes of this episode because you know I like to help you with some PDF resources wherever I can. And I have a pretty robust library of them now. So I will pop some um, things that I think might help when you're thinking about what next year is going to look like for you. So in this episode... I just want to kind of carry on a little bit from last week when I talked about what does it really feel like to go all in on your business? And I'd love you to have that at the back of your mind when you're planning for next year. But this week I want to talk about what happens when we hide behind our purpose Now, this one's a little bit paradigm shifting because the whole world is urging us to be purpose driven, purpose led. And of course, I absolutely condone that. I think, you know, the more you build a business in alignment with your purpose, the more successful you will be. Absolutely. But there are some people who hide behind that purpose and allow being purpose led to be their excuse for not going after the big full fat version of the dream business that they really want. They use it as an excuse for not creating the wealth that they desire. And you know my stance on this. I am all about making a stand for the and. If you want to create wealth as well as have huge impact, be purpose driven, claim it, claim that for yourself. It's available to you. 
Let's dive into the episode. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant full fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. I want to talk about this myth of purpose versus profit. Because for me, this is like, it, it's a really strange one. We're often, it's presented as like an either or. Either you're purpose-led or you're focused on creating wealth. You want the money. And it's like they can't exist in harmony alongside each other. If you desire money, you're greedy. If you desire to live in and um, build your business in line with your purpose, then you are a struggling artist or you are a, um, you know, someone who just doesn't care about the money. Oh, for me, it's all about my purpose. I'm not in it for the money. Right? This, there's this weird misconception that purpose and profit are like mutually exclusive. And I just want us to just hit pause on that and think about that because in my mind, it's absolutely nuts. If you are truly purpose-driven, that means that you have a why that is so strong. It means so much to you to make what you do a success because you've got your eye on the prize of having an impact of helping people that you serve. Yeah. If you don't make money, you don't have a sustainable business and you will not be able to move forward helping the people you want to help. So how does it help anyone to not be focused on profit as well as purpose? How does it help anyone to not put your hand up in the air and say, I want to create a lot of wealth. I want to be really wealthy because if I'm really wealthy, I can help myself, my family, my friends, my clients. I can do so much good with that money. Why would we not say that? So what is it about putting our hand up and claiming wealth that feels so icky to us? And a lot of it comes back again to the money mindset stories that we grew up with. You know, it's rude to talk about money. People who chase money are greedy. Money's the root of all evil. Remember that one? And you know, it really is time for us to draw a line under that. Creating wealth amplifies your ability to make a difference. It amplifies the reach you can have to do good things. It, they're not mutually exclusive. 
it's okay. I've talked about this in a previous episode. It's okay for money to be a big part of your why. It's okay to be motivated by money. You know, there really are a lot of these psychological barriers that we have, these limiting beliefs we have that stop us from seeking wealth. And I think deep down, we associate creating wealth with success. We associate success as being the opposite of failure. So we are afraid that if we pursue money and success, we are risking failure and that is scary. If we have our own definition of success, which is purely purpose-driven, we can hit that goal every time. I know this might not be popular, right? Being purpose-led, purpose-driven is a really easy goal to have, you know, because you are completely in control of it. Now, I would argue that you're in control of creating wealth for yourself as well. But for the purposes of this podcast, I think that you will relate to feeling in control of the purpose-led impact that you have in the world, right? Everyone and anyone could do good things and not charge for them. There's no risk of failure around that. When we bring in charging people for the work that we do, however well-intentioned, however purpose-led that work is, we bring in the risk of failure because we've always associated success and financial abundance together. Okay? So then we're scared of failure. But the truth is that if you really do desire wealth, then It may be that you don't have to admit failure to the outside world if you don't acquire it, but it doesn't change how you're going to feel inside. It doesn't change that. It might make it a little more palatable to not have to publicly own not having hit a financial goal that you set for yourself or something like that. But pretending that you don't crave the creation of wealth so that you can do good, so that you can help your family, so you can help your friends, so that you can live an abundant lifestyle that you crave, because that's okay too. It's not changing anything to pretend that you don't want those things. If we look at it from a slightly different angle and we say to ourselves, okay, well, so if it's making no difference to anyone else, whether I have making money as part of my why. In other words, if I can do all of the purpose-led stuff and really have that as my motivation, but stop denying the motivation of making a big profit, of making a generous income, what could you do differently? What could you do more? What extra impact could you have? if you just absolutely owned that you want to make good money? What additional impact could you have if that were true? Maybe you have some kind of program that you sell and you know you're undercharging. You know you are. 
And really, it's actually kind of hard to sell it anyway, because the fact that you're undercharging is probably damaging other people's perception of the value of it in the first place. So you're struggling to sign people up for this program that you're undercharging for. But in your head, you're telling yourself that it's because you want it to be accessible to everyone. And therefore, you don't want to put a higher price tag on it. Okay. Well, okay. So then what happens when you can't actually carry on with your business eventually? Eventually, your business will be unsustainable. What happens then? Versus what if you charged in accordance with the value that you're offering in your program? What if you were absolutely unapologetic about your pricing and about the massive value you deliver and that this program isn't for everyone? What if you were absolutely unapologetic about those things and then what else you could you do? So could you introduce a few scholarships each year where you give your program away to some people who wouldn't otherwise be able to afford it? How would that feel? What are the other ways if your income is increased? What are the other free ways? So if so, if, so let me take a great example is a podcast. A lot of people say to me that they would love to do a podcast, but it's too much work. It's too, uh, it, what's it they say? Oh, it's, it's such a heavy lift, right? Well, yeah, it is a heavy lift if you have to do everything yourself. But what if you build a business where you're generating good revenue and therefore you can outsource the editing of your podcast, the writing of your show notes? Actually, I don't outsource that. I do write my own show notes just for the record. Uh, but I don't edit my podcast myself. I don't post about it on social media myself. So it isn't as heavy a lift for me. And by doing this podcast, I'm giving free value to people who probably can't afford to hire me right now. But guess what? If I'm giving them free value, then they're going to get better at what they're doing. And the time will come when they do want to reach out and hire a coach or take one of my programs or buy one of my books. Not that there are any for sale yet, but eventually I will finish the goddamn book. It's a work in progress, people. So the point is, can you see that actually the more abundant you are in terms of charging in accordance with the value of your offer, the more you stop hiding behind this purpose, the more you stop saying, you know, uh, oh, the money's not important to me. The money should be important to you. The money should be important to you because you could do more good with it. I'm sorry, I'm sounding really bossy, aren't I? I know I am. I don't know why. Oh, I wonder why I'm sounding so bossy. I'm reining back the bossiness. But my point is still valid and I will stand by it. And that is that if you are one of those people who keep saying that the money doesn't matter because you're frightened of failure. So you're hiding behind your purpose so that you don't have to tell anyone that you want to make money because that way, if you don't make money, you're not showing any weakness or failure. If you are one of those people deep down, you can, that resonates with you, that it's easier to say, I want to have impact and build my business in alignment with my purpose. It's very easy to say that. It's quite hard to set your stall out and say, 
and I want to be wealthy because I want to do great things. But we know, don't we, that what we focus on is what we bring to life. So if you are focusing on purpose and impact to the exclusion of making money, then that is what you are going to bring to life. And that's when you've got to start questioning whether that's sustainable for you. And if it isn't sustainable for you, how is that helping the people that you really want to help? Well, I hope that you receive this message with the spirit with which it was intended. And that is that I want you to just think deeply about what am I going to focus on for 2024? Uh, Is this the year that I am going to unapologetically seek the fullest version of success, whatever that looks like for you? And if it includes generating wealth for yourself and your family, include it, focus on it just as much as you're focusing on serving your clients to the best of your ability, just as you're focusing on having an impact on your corner of the planet. Because what we focus on is what we bring to life. And I know that to be true. And you know me, I'm I'm a bit of an anti-manifestationer, really. But I do know that what we focus on is what we make happen. Okay. Well, I hope that's resonated. Like I say, I'm going to pop a few links in the show notes. So I will put some planning bits and pieces in for 2024. I will also link to the Fix My Money Mindset ebook, which you can download, and the Vision and Goal Setting Bundle. I'll pop those. I'll put links to all of that in the show notes. So lots of free resources for you to use. If you do want to book in some time with me, one-to-one, you can do that. I'll pop the link to that in the show notes. And I would love, love, love it if you would consider reviewing the podcast and um, typing in a little review and a hopefully five-star rating. Unless I've really annoyed you with my rantiness this week, in which case, don't post a review at all this week. Wait till next week when I'm feeling a bit nicer. Mm, Okay, good. Glad we're on the same, uh, same page. Okay, people, thank you again for joining me and I will see you back here same time, same place next week. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help me put more heads together reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now.